Hey guys, I'm Ashley. And I'm Rachel. We're just two friends with trauma that can't afford therapy. Join us as we explore the weird, heavy, taboo, and lighthearted, and everything in between. We are Currently Anxious. Before we dive in, Currently Anxious is for adults only, and our episodes may contain material that is hard for some listeners. Please review the episode description for more details. Third time's a charm over here. Oh, yeah. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? You know, I'm hanging in there. We're back. Doing my best. We made it. Yeah. Four weeks, man. Is this our fourth week? Yeah, this is our fourth episode. Wow. I'm really proud of you. You know, thank you so much. I'm literally just amazed every week when you edit this episode. I think it's the fact that like this has helped me do everything else, which is weird. It started my brain turning in every other possible Ah. way because I really like doing this. And Uh now I'm using this stuff to do other things. Yeah, let's talk about that. I'm having an episode. I think you may be a little manic, but it's manifesting in a good way. Look at all the things you're doing. I suppose so. I mean, well, okay. So the day this comes out will be the two year of Dalton's death. Oh, shit. Yeah. So like. That also also makes a lot of sense. But yesterday was the last day I saw him. Yeah. So I was not okay yesterday. And I was just like, all right, just go, go on go mode. Do what you can. Rearrange your apartment. I did rearrange my apartment. It looks so much cuter now, though. You'll come over and be like, every time you've redone it, it's looked better than the previous time. I think so. I'm I'm learning. And you have a couch now. Yeah. Like you have so many, like you're such an adult. You know, well so i was talking to tara at work uh the other day yeah and she brought up the top sheet thing she's like i don't use a top sheet Mm -hmm. and i was like the owner was back there and i was like hey do you use a top sheet and she goes yeah and tara goes that's because you two are adults and i was like tara you're an adult you're not that much younger she's gonna be 25 this year (laughs) so like whatever it was just so funny myself like all three of us were just laughing so hard we were like what i understand that feeling though of like even still i'm like no there's no way it's two years until i'm 30 like "Mm." yeah i got i got less than nine months boo-boo well I'm just going to send oh, you some of that. I have what? a present for you. Remind me when we're done. Recording. Again? Yeah. You just got me a candle. Yeah. Okay. This is some small. All right. I got it in Sedona. Some small. Small. I like it. <laughs> so mental health check in. Where are you at? Um. I that was a lot. I'm good lot and week. bad. I uh-huh. think. So like I went on that date. That was fine. Um. And then. Oh. My God, I did it. Rachel, I did it. What'd you do? I watched Encanto. <gasps> you did? I did it for you. For me? I did. I did What'd it here while I was watching. Did you hate it? Here's the thing. It's not finished. No. It does not feel finished. It doesn't feel like it wrapped up. It does not. I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was cute. I love Lynn manuel you know, Miranda. So mm-hmm. he's the one who wrote all the music. Yeah. Love him. But it's not over. And I don't like that. Did it, did you get a like? Ooh, I feel like this is over and it's closed. Feeling a little bit. Obviously, they also have to cope and like hash through stuff with their grandmother, who kind of was a piece of garbage. Fucking but like, grandma. she had like a come to Jesus moment and was like, "Sorry." But I mean, about her me. life was tough, dude. Right. Like, you had to walk right. away with your baby and be like, "Well, trauma. oh, absolutely, yeah." yeah. I mean, God, <laughs> I think it's a great movie. It's a good movie. I'm not gonna say it's a bad movie. I just I like. Right of nothing. <laughs> it's like the funniest part in that movie to me. Oh, really? Mine yeah. was the um and that's why coffee's for adults. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's fair. fair. <laughs> um you were deflecting though, so how are mental health check in? I was. Yeah, you do this sometimes. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> I feel like if I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna run with a solid five because okay. I'm having really great things happening because I'm deflecting from the situation that's happening. Which will just at some point, maybe like next week, you'll not, nah, it'll Cause I even, the other way. I even told you, I was like, I don't think I want to deal with it this year. Yeah, I did. think I just want to like forget that it's there. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't, you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm just, I'm just trying to not let it drag me down, I guess. Mm-hmm. But the day after Mercury will be out of retrograde, you guys. I love that for you. <laughs> I love that. And Venus is out of retrograde now, which affects all of us here because we all have a, a sign ruled by Venus. Speaking of all of us. Yeah. My mom's here. Hello, mama. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> so she's here. We'll do a check in with her and then we'll, we'll send her out to the living room. Okay. So we can, Let's we have can. her che- mental yeah. health check in. 
Hi, Mom. Hi, Rachel. How are you doing over there? Uh, I'm just feeling on the spot a bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're just chatting. We're just chatting. It's just the three of us sitting here. Yeah, with the with a mic in front of her face. But it's not there. Anything is possible if you just believe. So the mic isn't there. You're just chilling. Yeah. How you doing? You're down here visiting. You've been down here for a few days. I am tired. Yeah. Yeah. Why? We've been on the go, 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 go since I got here. Um. So mental health check number. Let's see. Yeah. One to ten. Um, Probably a seven. Okay. You wow. Know, I... I tend to lean that way anyway, but, but, um, yeah, I, a, a seven. I would tell you though, there have been moments though in the last few days though, that have been right up there though, like eights and nines and look at you. That's awesome. Yeah. Like well, what kind of moment? Like what were some, some highs? Well, you know, you know me, I like to have those conversations. So when I've had those conversations over the last few days, um, where I asked the hard questions and, um, I loved seeing Kayla. Yeah. That was fun. Twice. To, yes. We got to see Kayla a couple times. Yeah. She's known Kayla. I joked when we all got together, I was like, I'm pretty sure, uh, my mom has known Kayla as long as, or Kayla's known my mom as long as I have. Yes. <laughs> like not quite, but Kayla's been a part of the family for 17 plus years. So yeah, she she pops into our family photos. Like we will have formal photos, and you will see Kayla in them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was that was a really good time. We went up north and stayed in Cottonwood, um, and it was super cute and beautiful. And I was cold. And it was cold. I was comfortable, <laughs> and um, had some of the best food I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it was really it's good. just been wine and food for days over here. It has been wine and food <laughs> for days. <laughs> so that's awesome. I'll take a, I'll take a seven. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that Ashley and I are a seven. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but that's great. So well, when you're on vacation, I hope you're having. That's Good true. Health. That's true. When I'm on vacation, I'm a solid seven to ten for Shersies. So I get that. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for being our first guest. <laughs> Just a pop in. Well, she's here. We might as well check in. And that's I think the hope is that everybody while we're doing this is checking in with themselves. Yeah. You know, where so you where, yeah, where, where are feeling? you at? Because that's it's necessary. Yeah. It's definitely necessary it's to check and think, think about. To like keep yourself on track. Yeah. Like to just know where, like to figure out where you are and to make note of that instead of. Right. Yeah. And that'll show you. I did want to say though that I was like, should we repop shit? <laughs> oh, my mom just, I don't know if that'll, the mics will pick It'll that up. It'll probably pick it up. <laughs> just a whisper in the background. My mom just <laughs> literally repopped in to say, I just wanted to say one more thing. Everyone should use a top sheet. <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> I think it's hit or miss if I do. I really like, and and recently I've been propping myself up in a chair because I haven't been able to breathe. So like I've just been using a blanket and pillows that are to the side of me, hoping that I like stay propped up that's all a night. Nightmare. It's horrifying. That's an absolute nightmare. And I think that's why I'm on go mode too, is because I'm tired. Yeah. Anyway, so it's like you can't stop. Where's your Where's your uh, mental healthy i'm doing pretty good mm-hmm. you know better than last week that's for sure yeah a lot better than last week good i'm glad i am just continuing to be positive in my mm-hmm. situation and be excited about my new opportunities and give zero fucks if other yeah. people don't so no as you should uh so that i've gotten better in that aspect it's been really nice having my mom here um our trip up north was good i typically get really frustrated going up there because every single time somebody comes to visit me they want to go to Sedona and I'm like oh "Oh okay I'm so sick of it are you a little bit a little bit so but she adjusted with me and we stayed in Cottonwood and that was super fun and Kayla came down and there's all these super cute like wineries and all this stuff to do within like two blocks so we just got to drink wine and then walk back to the hotel and it was yeah and not have to worry about driving that's nice and then we just did an afternoon in Sedona which was nice. And then we were going to go up to Jerome. So we drove up there and it was packed. Really? There, like what day was it? A Saturday? Yeah? It was a Saturday, but Sedona wasn't busy. Like when there was Sedona was super quiet. And then I was like, okay, cool. Like Jerome will be pretty quiet then too. Like maybe it's just winter. 
there's you know one way in one way out right like it's you can't turn around really anywhere right every parking spot every street everything full 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 so it was weird. crazy yeah so then we just came down the other side of the mountain and found a place for some snacks and then came home and so it's been it's been super good i always good. love when i get even if it's a place i've been before or somewhere like sedona where i don't necessarily love to go anymore i still always feel like my cup has been filled when i leave town right so that was great however and i love i love my mom it's been so nice to have this time with her but you know how i get oh i'm the same with way. people in my space yeah i'm ready to have my house my especially it's like when you have a one bedroom kind of situation right. you right. know it's not like i have a guest room a space for you to be you exactly know. i don't have your extra bathroom all that kind of stuff right. so i just like start to get to the end of my yeah rope of having people in my space no i totally so understand that. i'm ready for for my space back but otherwise i'm good so i'd probably say probably like a six that's good maybe even close to a seven i don't know because technically you're on vacation too yeah till tomorrow yeah i'll probably be a two tomorrow because i have to wake up at 4 30 in the morning to take my mom to the airport oh 4 30 in the morning is a godforsaken hour i mean but so many like my dad still wakes up at 4 30 in the morning because that's what his schedule was that's miserable i feel like that is too it's dark for like half the day like it's dark until eight o'clock right the first four hours of your day is just dark out i used to deal with that though because i had a zero hour in high school so i'd wake up at like 5 30 because i wanted to sing in the morning which oh. nobody fucking sing in the morning your voice is not there yet like it's not woken up no so like don't do it <laughs> so yeah I'm doing pretty good. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah. So your friend Allie, I just want to mention this before we get into our, I think it's, okay. you know who I'm talking about? I think so. So yeah. she Instagram messaged us and was talking about, cause obviously your sound thing is broken. Did you read that at all? No, I, if I don't get notifications. So if you opened it, you don't see, I it. don't see that there was a message. Well, she was talking about, have you ever watched baby sensory videos? Uh-uh. I haven't either, but she was also talking about a podcast called the sleep with me podcast which i did i used to listen to that oh did you okay i used to i need the noise though i need the okay. rain i really need just the, the rain noise okay and then on bad days then i'll do an audiobook or that po- i've done that podcast okay too. i did try that podcast for one night it did knock me out but i think it's because the guy's boring that's the point though okay like he just rambles about literally it was just nothing. like i couldn't even follow it so i was like i think i'm out yeah i'm, I'm so good that's 100 the point is okay he just rambles about nonsense yeah so it works so yeah. if anyone has trouble sleeping i i would suggest it yeah. I, it's not something i'm going to listen to every day of my life because i have the tendency to wake up when i hear people talking mm-hmm. but yeah it was good i liked it so yeah. thank you Allie. <laughs> yeah yeah i i kind of forget about it actually i should try that again like but i still need the like rain I, can I can't have that. someone talk all night it just needs to be like for 30 minutes while i fall asleep right but i still need that consistent noise the rest of the night yeah so that's why i need the rain and then sometimes the something to focus on for just till i fall that's asleep. totally fair yeah totally fair ally's the best though i love her i don't yeah. know her but i love her yeah that's just <laughs> i've already she's, decided that yeah she's a she's in a she's also been i've been friends with her for probably a couple years longer than kayla so we're probably going on 20 years that i've known her Damn. yeah something like that and she always seems to chime in and and send us messages and stuff which i really like so and we're talking about Allie, not allison right Allie b on instagram that's allison okay. okay i was like wait a second who are we talking about okay uh that's allison friends with matt brown yeah <laughs> i think i think i like i said i guess i could pull up the message so i know who we're actually talking about but speaking of that other friend Allie, she uh just had uh covid which kind of goes into our topic today talking about the panorama the panorama the panini the, pan- <laughs> the parachute mental health uh yeah so it was allison I love Allison too, though. Okay, Allison's well, good people. She really is friends like with Matt Brown, though. Yeah, not the greatest thing, but I still love you more. So, it's <laughs> so yeah, pandemic so, mental health, man. Yeah, we decided not to go into because I know it's a fucking shit topic. It's been two years. Mm-hmm. We're all over it, but like, this we is are more about our <laughs> in our individual experiences. Yeah, through it, it's not. We're not getting into politics any of that yeah no it's really just about like 
how did the last two years affect affect your mental health and your brain and how will it affect things long term yeah yeah exactly so we both had very different experiences i don't even think i know what happened like what you were doing during quarantine were you here by yourself so i'm gonna start off hot so i left the bar industry right went nine to five in insurance for a while yeah actually in june of 2019 Mm -hmm. so was just doing like one day a week on sunday still at the bar um for football season and stuff like that right but yeah i was doing insurance and when everything kind of started you know february things were starting to get kind of crazy and i think it was like the first (laughs) the first week in march because i had been planning my solo trip to norway yeah Okay. My solo trip to Norway since November. Yeah. So it's now February and I'm like, okay, like this is, you know, it's nothing more than like the flu. It's all going right. to be fine. It's not going to be a big deal. Nothing's crazy. Then we get into like the first couple weeks of March. Mm-hmm. So I was supposed to leave March 19th. Oh man. Yeah. And so I legitimately, I, this is my own fault. I tested the universe with this i went right up to the universe and like stared it down and it was like let me show you yeah i jokingly because this is when things were starting to get canceled and all this stuff but like still mildly and i put something on my instagram story that was a joke about um if it if we thought that my trip to norway was going to get canceled right and but basically being like it's not i'm gonna be fine whatever i'll just get there and maybe i get stuck in norway And then five days before my flight was the travel ban. So um, it was chaos, absolute chaos, right. trying to get things canceled. And my whole thing was like, I'm get still going to go. Money back I was too. like, I'm still going to go. Because it was just the U.S. was tra- banning non-citizens back from um, Europe, basically. Okay, okay. And so I was like, I'm still going to go. I'm going to go. And if they don't let me back, they don't let me back. And then now I live in Norway, yeah. I guess. Like, Which, I literally, like, is it a problem? Probably not. No, I literally was going to do it. And then I got an email that my flight, like, flights were being canceled yeah. by airlines. They were like, well, we're not going to keep flights into the U.S. if no one can be on them. Right. So I remember exactly. I was, like, literally at work. And I was like working late one night. I was there till like seven. So I was the only one in the office. And I literally like texted my boss. And I was like, I'm leaving early. Like I can't. I'm so unbelievably upset right now. Yeah. It was something that I'd put so much time and energy into. Absolutely. And I was doing it for a multitude of reasons. I was going over the three year. Yeah. Of Corey. I always try and get out of town. So I was doing that. I was doing it. Like it was just this really freeing experience after, um, I kind of had ended things with major red flag again for the 14th time. And I was just like, I'm going to thrive. I'm fucking doing this. And then the universe was like, just <gasps> kidding. Yeah. No Norway for you. Yeah. So then once that got canceled, I was like, fuck it. I'm still fucking going somewhere. Screw this. So I messaged my friend Nicole in Colorado and I was like, Hey, I'm going to visit you this weekend. Like I'm keeping these days off. It wasn't going to be the whole two weeks like I was doing Norway, but I was like, I'm still going to be, I need to be gone over the three year. I need to do something. Yeah. So that all gets worked out the night before, (laughs) the night before my flight to Denver, it gets canceled (laughs) and I had a mental breakdown Yeah, and I was like scrambling. I was like, I'll find a different flight. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not supposed to fly this specific right. day. I don't know. Like, I kind of started being like, this is kind of crazy that yeah. all of this is getting. So I'm like, I will just not go, I guess. And I rescheduled it to go visit her at the end of May. But it was it was the weirdest thing. And I was devastated. And then so that was how my mental health started out right. with this whole situation. And then about a couple weeks later... I want to say last week of March, we went working from home. So then I came home and started working from home. Oh, wow. Okay. So you went a little bit longer than we did. My last day was March 17th. Right. Yeah. Right. Because bars shut down. Right. Earlier. Because that was, that's right. It was St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. You guys had to close early at midnight or something, right? Yep. It was very weird. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think I 
took a couple of days off around the three year anyway and I just did day trips around here took Oswald out to like Canyon Lake and stuff like that and then I came back and the day that I came back was a Wednesday and I packed up my office stuff so it was like the 20 uh, 24th 25th something like that so then I started working from home yeah so that's the other thing then too is we had very different experiences <laughs> out of work too right yeah one Dalton had just died so well it was like okay so November 19th 2019 I got clean February 2nd 2020 Dalton died March 17th we were put into quarantine yeah and that was like oh 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 yeah. oh the world is ending that's not a fun situation is going boom 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 back to back yeah and well and, and just inside. I I it's taken me till even now to even slowly come out of everything's gonna kill me yeah like I and obviously everyone has their way of going about how they feel safe during these times but like my mental health was like if you leave if you do anything if you're unmasked you're going to die like you know because it just it was just such weird timing Mm -hmm. that I and I was still probably until June or July like withdrawing bad yeah and I think the pandemic because I had that same feeling after Corey died I was and it wasn't about me I was just like everyone around me is going to die oh Oswald's gonna die everyone's gonna die and so then I had those feelings too yeah and that had nothing to do with anything actually going on in the world so then I think once you lose someone that close to you your mind already starts to panic about people dying and then we were in like this pandemic that Mm -hmm. you know was blasted on every single screen TV, social right. media, everything, everywhere. Right. It was all consuming. So then how don't you kind of get even well, further in that mindset? During quarantine, I specifically remember like I I started watching the news and then I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to take me su- like down such a bad path um, because no one really knows the truth about anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Media however you feel about media is it there to scare you is it not we don't know you know we we truly don't know the truth about anything except for our own life what we're feeling what we're dealing with so it's like okay you can only do so much but you have to take care of you first and Mm -hmm. that was like the biggest priority for me yeah so and we all chose to take care of each other like take care of ourselves differently and that's yeah like you and i have been very different through this whole thing yeah and still fine i don't right exactly and that's the thing too is like that's where it becomes a little bit more political is like the fact that it's 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 making everybody feel different about each other but yeah, i'm like it's okay, polarizing we're all a little bit. Yeah. doing the best we can we are every yeah. single day doing the best that we can do that yeah day. absolutely i'm proud of all of you for doing everything that you <laughs> seriously can and whatever get, you chose to do yeah. or didn't do and whatever the fuck yep your choice but so then that's the difference too so then you worked in an industry that was completely shut down yes I can got to continue to work from home. Right. On the flip side, I mean, I, I was very grateful. I was very grateful to have had a job through everything. Right. I was very grateful to have been able to come home. Yeah. And work from home. That made it. I've, I've never, I realized once getting this job, I was not a desk person. It's so hard for me to sit all day. Right. So when I came home, when I started working from home, because I was planning to quit at the one year mark right. of this job. Honestly, that was my plan. And... Uh, then the one year mark would have been June and we went into lockdown and all this stuff happened in March. And so working from home is the only thing that kept me the, uh, at this job longer. Cause I was able right. to break up my day a little bit. I was able to, okay, my desk is all there. Everything's good. I can listen to the phone, but I can do a thing of dishes or laundry or shampoo my carpets. Like I right. could do stuff through my yeah. day that like broke up my day a little bit. And that was super helpful. However, I'm almost positive that I made less money at this job than I would have if on I unemployment. got unemployment. So many people had said that to me, too, um, because I was on unemployment and a lot of people were continuing to work from home or whatever. And they were like, well, it must be nice to sit on your ass and not, you know, make more money than I do. And I'm like, I didn't even... It wasn't even a thought for me because yeah. I needed those two months. Mm-hmm. I needed that time to recover. And even when we went back, my boss at the time was like, hey, can I put you on the schedule? And I was like, I need I need some more time. Yeah. Like I, I it, grief is not linear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not. 
And, so and it's hard to process. It's hard to get through and deal with your grief in an industry like bar and restaurants where you yeah. where you have to be on and pleasant and cheerful you know you've got yeah. to to be in customer service and that kind of people thing and so that's fucking not, that's fucking draining people were not nice to me about how i changed yeah which is a big reason why i left because people did not understand they wanted you to be the ashley yeah before, i was very much like don't touch me anymore. don't hug me don't mm-hmm. i don't don't want you like mm-hmm. please get off of me yeah. and no one really got that and especially i went back for i think only maybe a shift or two i was gonna say it wasn't very long and then i came and then i was supposed to have a shift on tuesday and i went in that morning and i was like like i can't i can't do this yeah like especially feeling the way i did about the pandemic and like feeling very scared of everything i just i couldn't do Mm -hmm. it you know i couldn't be around all these people in a in a uh, enclosed space like i just couldn't do it after Mm -hmm. being away for two months you know i just it was not something i could go back to and that's such a hard thing to that i don't think until you get it you get it whereas like the Rachel I was before Corey died does not exist anymore yeah like that's to me it, that I don't even know her <laughs> like is to be it, honest is that with hard you. for you um a little bit okay the further I get no because I prefer who I am now okay than who I was before but it is it's a weird it, it truly feels like a different person I'm in like this weird middle so I did I went out for my friend's bachelorette party and one of the people she had come was somebody I knew from years before and she was I was just standing there and she was like this is just not the Ashley I knew and I'm like I know (laughs) and I don't know how to deal with that because Mm -hmm. I'm I I fully think I'm not as fun I think me not being on drugs me not being drunk is like hard for me to I don't know it's like hard for me to not be that person Mm -hmm. in front of people that were in my life when I was that person, mm-hmm. you know? So, because that's still how a lot of my friends have fun is like, yeah. let's go dr- like drink or do drugs or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. Am I boring? <laughs> like, You're not boring. You know You're absolutely I mean? not boring. I think that you are loads Thanks. of fun still. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> it's also though tough. And like I said, I think it's just something that people don't understand that like that pr- it, they just don't exist anymore. And right. my, your expectations of me has nothing has nothing to do with me right That's somebody else's expectations yeah. that you know so yeah sure maybe you're she was like you're not the same person ashley i know but like the ashley she knew was harmful to you yeah so yeah. like at some you know it's just a weird right no that's fair but i think being um for a lot of people i would say not just myself having the time in quarantine may not have been the best experience but at the same time, I grew mm-hmm. and I and I had I listened to my internal monologue a lot more and and realized a lot more things about myself. And I think a lot of people will say the same is they really deep dived on themselves mm-hmm. and they took the time to really think about what was important to them, who yeah. was important to them. What were the things after this happens or while we're still dealing with it yeah. that we're going to do differently, uh-huh. you know? Did you do you feel like you did some deep diving or or a was little, it because you were still working that it a didn't little really? bit? I think for me, I had a lot more of that deep diving on myself after Corey died. Yeah, and I think it's something that I did to help then, and I think even even through COVID and stuff is I really in the last five years have really worked at curating a life and friends that that like it I heard it (laughs) um that support and add value to the me that I am now right and so I think I think I almost backtracked a little bit in COVID a little bit I was doing pretty well I was getting you know I was working and all this stuff but I think being at home while I do like my space and I like mm-hmm. my me time, I still need that interaction interaction with people. And so I feel like I was pretty manic through okay. most of it. I was shampooing my carpets all the time. I like made this whole 
cleaning chart of like I one day just like got on the ground and wiped all of my baseboards down <laughs> like so I think I struggled but then also I got into a routine I either took Oswald for a walk or I did yoga every day on my lunch break yeah and so and I think like not having the commute gave me so much more time back in my day right that I felt like I had more of a life because I didn't have to be at my desk until nine and I was done the minute it hit five instead of having to get up get ready and I don't know it's just I go back and forth on the positives about it because it sucked like it was it was a tough time for everybody and not being able to see people and it broke my heart for like my grandparents but at the same time like it was also kind of I don't know it's such this weird teeter-totter about how I feel about it I feel like I'm the same, but I mostly really needed that time. Yeah. So I loved it because I was working out. So my body was so fucking banging during the quarantine. <laughs> Just snatched as oh hell. Oh, my God. I swear to you, I've never been hotter in my life. Yeah. And now I let myself go. So here we are. Um, <laughs> but I feel like... I did the things that I wanted to do. I was crafting. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, working out the the way I wanted to and had always told myself I would. Mm-hmm. I was watching fucking Tiger King. And oh, like God. That was the prime. Started TikTok. Started fucking TikTok, like, which now ruins our life. On, honestly, <laughs> it's, it's killing my brain and it's making me not like anything past 30 seconds. Yeah. And that's the thing is I was reading when I was like doing some research and stuff. I think it fluctuated. I think those first I would say like the first couple of months yeah I really loved life I feel like everyone at least down here because it was warm you know March April May everyone was outside I took Oswald out every day I'd walk by so many people and it was always like a wait like we were all like kind of like we're in this together like all right people were way nicer yes and so and you're right Tiger King and there was all these things that we all collectively yeah got to experience together people got to be home with their kids yeah. or their family or their spouse or some people that worked you know all these crazy hours finally got a minute to be like wait a second life is more than yeah work however what I think I forget about so the nightmare of grocery stores for a hot minute even now it's going back to there's a little pockets bit, a little bit of things missing. But I, I'm not even just talking about that. I'm talking about what a fucking nightmare it was for people who had to work at grocery stores. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I cannot even. I cannot even imagine the mental toll that it yeah. took to be making minimum wage and work at a grocery store. Yeah, like a, that has to be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, even still, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a lot of it too. Like I do Instacart and and whatever and. There aren't people working. Every single place you go has a sign that says they're willing to hire mm-hmm. anybody. And this is part of what you and I just talked about a couple of weeks ago. Because I truly don't believe it's because people aren't working. What? That there's shortages. I think people realize they were wanting to do something else or work for yes. themselves or yeah. pivot. I changed jobs. Right. I changed jobs because of all of this. So I think the narrative of no one wants to work, everyone's being lazy, to me is just simply that doesn't make any sense. I think we're being more productive in things that we love. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to start a fucking candle business right mm-hmm. now. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm doing everything I can to figure out how to get that off the ground. Yeah. Like there's... We, I, d- we started this. We started a fucking podcast. Yeah. So I just think that like people pivoted. People decided yeah. I don't want to work here and make shitty money and get yelled at yeah at the fucking kroger because we're out of something like right. you know what i mean like and so they were like no we're gonna They're go tired of being miserable yeah i'm gonna start an etsy shop i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do only fans i'm I gonna do whatever the fuck. love that for people yeah. because i have always been like ah oh, i'll just i'll find something i love eventually but i'm gonna do this while i can't you know mm-hmm. what i mean and yeah did i make great money bartending absolutely but was i happy no mm-hmm. <laughs> like and it depends on the person you know but right it's i left and then it was exactly. like god i miss it yeah exactly I miss it. but and you're besides, more of a people person and besides some of like you know the the speed bumps yeah i still am incredibly happy doing what i'm doing right i love my job and that's the thing is like finding those things during all of this mm-hmm. 
that give you time with your family, Mm -hmm. that give you time for yourself, that give you time to do the things that you want Mm -hmm. and your job is something you want to Mm -hmm. do. We do it a third of our day. Exactly. Eight hours of our day is something, you know what I mean? Right. And so I think, yeah, I just, I simply cannot, I don't know a single person that's not working. Right. I don't know a single person that's still just like, no, I'm not going to work. I mean, I had a person in my life who was like, the longest was on unemployment and hey if you can't find a job if you can't do whatever that's fine whatever but man i was like are you never you don't want to ever like do something you love again yeah (laughs) you know okay that's fine and i think along with that too is all of this kind of lockdown shutdown all of this stuff in the last couple of years has also adjusted so i had such guilt about going back to a bar Oh, really? because to me, it felt like going backwards. I have a college degree. A lot of people everyone, say that. Right. Everyone wants the nine to five with weekends off and health insurance and stuff. And I had that. Yeah. And I was like, well, now I just feel like it's just it's, not I'm going backwards. Anymore. But that's not the case. Like I sat down with, making more. with Arizona Cassie and I told her like when that when I was being asked to come back um, to the bar. I sat down and I, and I was like, I don't know what to do because it just feels like a step backwards. And Cassie down here goes, well, like, do you, do you wa- want to do like what you're doing? Like, do you want to stay in insurance forever? And I was like, no. And she's like, do you want to like get promoted? Do you want to move up in it? And I'm like, no. And she's like, do you make more money doing that? And I'm like, no, I absolutely make yeah. less money in insurance just because I'm not a salesy person, I could have made more, but like, I just don't like it. It depends. There's a lot of people who can make bank doing that stuff, but I'm not the kind of person I know. I can't, I'm not trying to sell to people who don't have the money to buy what I'm selling. Exactly. 100%. So then the last one, she goes, well, are you happy? And I was like, no. She's like, well, then why wouldn't you leave and do this? And if this like, and I'm like, you're so right. What the fuck am I doing? Mm -hmm. And so I, I do think that everyone's mindset kind of adjusted over the last two years of what was important what made them happy, what added value. And people have changed what their jobs are, what their career, like who they have in their life. Right. All that kind of stuff. I'm hoping we go back to the trade and barter, babe. (laughs) I don't even want money anymore. Let's just trade and barter some shit. I'll make a craft. You take it. Give me some food for it. Thanks. Oh my God. (laughs) I would not be able to live that way. Why? What am I bartering with? What am I get? What am I making? Get out of here. Don't, don't, don't be like hey, that. Hey, <laughs> I'll give you some food for that bootay. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I did look up a few statistics just so we had a couple of things here. Um, and one of them was there, the average amount of, of Americans in peak during like peak COVID. So there was a, a rise in like per, the percentage of people that said that they had more anxiety or depressive yeah issues so in january 2019 it was 11% and in more. january 2021 it was 41% so it went of people had 30% in that first year of covid wow. but then it's gone back down since then oh has it okay mhm and then this is what i found interesting and what i mentioned before we started recording but i looked it up because i know that I've seen on the news. I know that I've seen people share. I know that I've seen people talk about it, that suicide rates were up uh-huh. during the pandemic because people were home and depressed. And so I was like, well, I want to look up. I want to get the statistics for it. And so I did. I went to the the CDC where they have all the statistics for this stuff. And over the entire year of 2020, the av- like suicide rates dropped by 3% across the board. And I think that doesn't mean some areas or groups of people didn't rise but just overall the amount of suicides decreased by three percent which i think has a lot to do with people finding the things that they love being around the people they Mm -hmm. love because if you're home alone i can understand that Mm -hmm. and you're by yourself and you don't have anyone around you you know Mm -hmm. but if you have your family and and yes i can absolutely understand that if you have children during a pandemic and you're like just get them out of my face (laughs) right now you know i can understand that but at the same time it's like no these are my babies you know i made these things like yeah yeah so i just thought that was interesting because i feel like across the board and every media outlet yeah and every thing was suicides are skyrocketing because of the lockdowns when in reality they were not right so 
I just thought that was really interesting. And then another thing I wrote down is the long-term effects on like childhood development. Oh, okay. By having a year with at-home learning. Yeah. And what the long-term effects of that are going to be. Yeah. And like, it's weird to think that Obviously, a lot of people made some babies in quarantine. Yeah, my sister, my one of your niece, Nora, was a COVID baby. Right. She and, was and born in June of the 2020. The fact that, like, their life started in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And that's all they know. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. It, that's that's so wild to me. And what is that going to do to their mental health going forward? That is all they know. Mm-hmm. But is that going to hurt or hinder any sort of a like social learning, development. social development? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting thinking about like no like we don't know what the long-term long-term effects are of children who are still in that developmenting stage right taking a year and some parents i'm sure thrived at doing the at home with oh kids. yeah some parents some parents have no idea what they're doing right so right. some kids probably didn't do much of anything right so it's just going to be interesting what long-term repercussions that have I think just long I'm just fa- going to be fascinated by long term effects of yeah everything and just really. even for you know people like us like I know that this truly with everything that happened to me at the same time mm-hmm. has traumatized me a little bit mm-hmm. you know what I mean and coming out of that is is a fucking process mm-hmm. but well I think this is similar to I know of people's like great grandmas and stuff that they hoard like flour and sugar yeah. and things like that because of the Great Depression and they couldn't get some of those things. And so that now they always make sure they have a backup of right. a backup. And I think that we're kind of in that I will always have a backup of cleaning supplies. Oh my God, yeah. Not because I'm a psychopath that's wiping everything down, but because I just use these for everyday cleaning and I couldn't get the like Lysol wipes that I used to wipe that's my counters down. what I asked for for Christmas. Yeah. So like I always make sure I have like two of those things backed up now. Right. And toilet paper. Like I'm yeah. always like, oh, I I only have like six rolls left. I should get another thing because I legitimately ran out. I was supposed to be in Norway for yeah. two weeks. I didn't have groceries. Right. I didn't have a bunch of toilet paper. I wasn't going to be here. Right. And so I literally was like, I don't know what to do. It's so wild. My mother had to mail me toilet paper from Wisconsin. I got it from I could, a regular. I could not find it down here. Yeah. It's it's weird to me too. Is like obviously like there's different strains or whatever, because I do Instacart and like I can see where the problem oh, is. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it's not toilet paper and stuff anymore. It's soups and Gatorade oh. because of the type of COVID it is now. It's more like the flu kind of situation. Uh-huh. So soups and Gatorade are gone. Dude. That's fascinating. It's so different. It's so weird. Where before it was like lockdown and cleaning stuff. So like you yeah, needed, it was like meats, chicken, right. like things that meat prices have gone up. Not that I eat meat anymore. But yeah, like, I was like, wait a second. But I see it because <laughs> I guess of you do when you do Instacart. Yeah, I so was like, like, why do you even care? No, no, meat <laughs> prices are crazy. I mean, I'm going to go back to fish, I think. So I need some more protein in my life. Yeah. So it's just it's just fascinating to kind of see the ripple effects of everything. I, I think it's going to be more interesting 10 years from now to see where everyone's at, where we're at with this, what mental health problems we have more mm-hmm. of, you know. Mm-hmm. Because we really don't. And that's another thing, like, on long-term effects of, like, you talked about, we're not getting into any sort of political or, like, health decision conversation in this whatsoever. But the effects that this has had on people's relationships with friends, with family, the last two years have been so divisive and polarizing for, for people. And I think... Like, like it's just so tough because I've I'm mostly in the mindset of just like do whatever you got to do yeah same do whatever you got to do take care of yourself if you don't want to do something you do want it like do it because you want to do it right like that's okay right as long as it's not affecting me right then like whatever I don't care because like you said we've been opposites on how we really uh-huh. approached this yeah yet we're still here every Monday recording together you yeah. know what I mean like and we can talk about it yeah exactly. because I realize that like it's not you have your reasons for why you right did the and things so you do did. you right <laughs> like, so but it's just it's just sad to see like there's some people that like that completely 
are just so angry on one way or the other that they're right. like, if you choose to do this or you choose not to do this, then F you and don't talk to it's me. It's dividing people. It's crazy. And, it's, and that's going to ruin our mental health too is the fact that like we have less people around us because we're shutting people out for their choices for themselves. Yeah. For their body, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and it's it's just it's just sad, I think. Like, because it's think just so that's, too. I don't know. I just can't imagine being like, oh, you are still wearing a mask, Ashley. Like, right. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Or vice, you know what I mean? No, like, that's crazy sure. to yeah. me. No, this girl be wearing a mask all the time. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. You'll be great. And then, oh, so this was one that I, I is especially close to my heart. So, okay. <laughs> so substance abuse these oh. last two years. Has it gotten worse? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do like drugs. Okay, I was per se. I just did. I just did alcohol because yeah. I know I worked at Total Wine like one day every other week just for the discount yeah. for a hot minute. And I know just from talking with my coworkers there, like how much everything skyrocketed price wise. No, just oh sales. People bought yeah their oh, sales. Okay. So I even know that once I started working from home, me and one of uh, our coworkers. We would just text each other and be like, "You want?" It'd be like one o'clock in the afternoon, and we'd just be like, "Do you want to do a shot of tequila?" Right. And we'd Facetime and do like two shots of tequila. Right. That was just like a Wednesday for no reason. I mean, and I will say, like, I was still trying to get past drug abuse and whatever, and I was taking edibles every once in a while. It was still very hard for me to even do just a little bit, but I was to like get by. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I can understand that. I was yeah. sitting at home being a goofy little goober for <laughs> two months. <laughs> but yeah, like I think back at that and I'm like, what a wild time. Yeah. Like it was just one o'clock on a Wednesday. Hey, right. What are you up to? You want to do a shot? Okay, cool. Five minutes. Right. I'm the kind of person who doesn't do any sort of substance until nighttime most of the time. I was like, it, same thing. It was, mm-hmm. hey, well, you want to wake up? Like it doesn't really matter. We're not going anywhere. Like nothing's going take on. Take a nap in the middle of the day. It'll yeah. Yeah. So for substance abuse, I was looking and the um, they estimate, the CDC estimates that the one-year increase of alcohol consumption uh-huh. is estimated to cause 8,000 deaths from alcohol-related liver disease, 18,000 cases of liver failure, wow, and 1,000 cases of liver cancer by 2040. So that's what they're estimating the one-year increase of drinking will do. 2040? Like having liver cancer by 2040. Yeah, we almost 50. Yeah, it's less than 20 years away. I don't say that to me. (laughs) (laughs) And then the average increase of hard liquor sales went up 11%, and uh, the average increase of wine sales went up by 10%. Wow. Yeah. In some, it was saying like some states were more. So like Texas, Kentucky, there were some that like increased by like 40 or 50 percent yeah but just like the average and don't get me wrong my everywhere. body would have allowed it i would have been right there with you yeah you know i think i drank a margarita one day didn't feel great <laughs> um there's definitely a video of me like tonguing a straw that Terry oh. took. it's really cute you know oh i actually do know 100 percent what that is yeah like you couldn't you couldn't find i couldn't it. find it yeah yep. yep i do remember that now it was a wild time <laughs> one margarita <laughs> just like has no depth perception None. whatsoever zero oh my god so yeah i don't it's just it's crazy mm-hmm. it's crazy to me can i say yeah. The best thing mm-hmm. we got out of it. What? Bo Burnham's inside. That was great. <laughs> that was great. I liked the stimulus checks. To me, that was Okay, that that's was, fair. That's fair. I just never again in our life is the government gonna just send us money. No, I don't know. I my friend just got a, a a note in the mail from somebody, I don't know who it was, who gives us the money. The IRS. Is it the IRS? I got it too. It just is saying that you don't have to claim it on your taxes. No, no, no. I got that. But oh, did she get a different one? Um, it was the fact that they are getting more. And I recently read there's going to be like a two hundred dollar something, maybe they might have. Know. Did they get unemployment? This person. Oh, I think so. It might be just like they're getting back because 
they used to have to pay taxes on unemployment and then they changed that halfway through the pandemic where they were like why are you taxing people on unemployment money like that when we can't even afford to right so then if you had opted for them to take out taxes before you got it i did then you got that back or it was back on your tax return they gonna take that money from me yeah (laughs) well did you do your taxes last year yeah but i owe back taxes so that's why you didn't get it back i know they were like, well, no, we will keep this now because yeah, you have been bad at taxes. <laughs> I just don't know how to adult real good. You know what I mean? I'm learning. Doing best. You're doing great. Thank You're you. You're doing absolutely Thank wonderful. You so much. Yeah. <laughs> what else? I just think I just think it's so crazy, all of it. And to kind of look back. Like you're the two years in two days. It'll like be that's, today when that's you're hearing us. Crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy. It just feels like a blur. Mm-hmm. It feels like it didn't actually have. This is the the problem that I've been having, in which I think is the reason that I'm trying to ignore it. Um, I feel like I made it up. At, <laughs> at this like point. the pandemic? No, no, no. Dalton. Dalton. And oh. we dated because for so long I wanted to date him. Uh huh. And I only got to date him for such a short period of time before life happened and he was taken away and then the pandemic happened and I yeah. was on drugs and blah, blah, blah. It almost doesn't feel like it happened. It was a fever dream. Like yeah. You just like. And that's terrifying. You've to just me. told yourself it happened enough that like you now believe it. Right, right. And I know that's not true and I'm fully aware of that, but it, it it's very hard for me to be so far away from it when we weren't together that long. When I, and it was so many emotions and feelings with him so quickly that it's just hard. I don't know. And I think that's a big problem with me, like dating now in, in a pandemic. And like, mm-hmm. and now I'm, I'm even more terrified that everyone's going to die if I date them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I get that. Yeah. So that doesn't help with this whole panorama. Shit. Panorama ding dong. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah, good. That fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It is crazy. It does kind of feel, it's going to be one of those things that years and years and years from now we go, oh my God, remember the pandemic? Isn't like, it weird how life like re, redoes things though? Because like mm-hmm. in the 20s back in the, there was a Spanish flu. They were mm-hmm. wearing masks and doing the whole thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So who knows? Just full circle. Yeah. We live in a simulation. I swear. Nothing is real. Nothing is real. It is really stressing me out the more I go along. This is the Matrix. But I honestly, I've never seen the movie. Should I watch it or is that going to fuck me up? It'll probably fuck you up. Because I truly, I know, I get it. Mm -hmm. But I'm only in here and I'm pointing at my brain. I'm only in here, you guys. And I don't understand how (laughs) the rest of you are living and you're alive and breathing well, and i have those moments too it happens a lot when i it it happens mainly when like summertime when i'm at the pool and i'm just like floating around and i see like a plane yeah and i'm like there's like 300 people literally sitting in there living full lives that they have full yes. lives and they have a whole thought process and family and life that's separate from mine yes just up there just up there in this plane in the air yeah and i'm here and my life feels like pretty big but it's very small yeah because there's so many other people that are having lives and that's why i'm having such a hard time with like just do what you want to fucking do because Mm -hmm. you're one tiny little person Mm -hmm. and like what yeah (sighs) did this just like change into like an existential crisis episode that we're about to have (laughs) yeah like i think we need to do a mental health check-in post episode i don't think i'm good (laughs) no i don't think i'm good i really try not to think about it too much because it is it is insane but at the same time i i like to think about it because then it kind of springs me forward in making decisions Mm -hmm. because i'm like nothing fucking matters Mm -hmm. obviously i'm not gonna murder anybody but like nothing matters yes yeah (laughs) i also think sometimes it's good to remember that like the world is a big place. Yeah. And we are not really. I mean, we are important, but like we're not. We're like we're very in a small. small little world. We're very small and the world is very, very big. It's very big. It's cool. Oh my god. I'm having a panic attack. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> literally like I might need a Xanax. Like this. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that. I was watching so 
during quarantine and like pandemic times and like right after I got got off drugs, I was um, vlogging for myself a lot. And so I watched a video yesterday that made me have this really big, like, oh God, my life. Two days after I got off drugs, I made a video and it was just me like, I'm not good. Everything's bad. This is not okay. I do not feel good. Like it was bad. And I was just like, oh my God, I remember being that person. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Where did you put this video? They're on my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just have like videos of me talking to myself about like where I'm at in my drug process, where I'm at in everything. And then I started making videos after Dalton. Yeah, it was. There's a lot of things on this phone that are very scary. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, I remember a couple of those post Dalton videos, and I was like, all right, yeah, just gotta love her through it. Just gotta love her through it. We gotta express ourselves. Everything is fine. Exactly. (laughs) But it does. It feels like that's not you. Like that's a different person. That's how I feel about myself. I'm like, I don't know who she was. Yeah, I don't know who she was. Whoever she was, unwell. And I think that's a lot of people. And not necessarily they have grief, but like post pandemic stuff. Yeah. Is there going to be like, who was I before this? Yeah. Who, who was anybody? What was life? What were we doing? Yeah. And that's a big like mental bump. I have such a hard time with because I do like to travel. Yeah. And I now just feel like nowhere is ever going to be how it was. Yeah. Before COVID. No, I get things. Well, stuff will have closed. Things like guidelines will be different. Like how, how businesses are run. Like Norway, like I still can't even think about rescheduling it right. because I don't want to go unless it's going to be what you want it. What be. I want it to be, I don't want to go yeah. and not be able to do everything. No, I get that. And so I have these moments of just like I'm so unbelievably sad because I'm like, even like when I went to New Orleans last year, everyone I, like people were like, no, this is not like I, it's just never gonna be right what it was before. Right. It might get yeah. back to everything's open and everything's good, but there will always be this. It will. It's never going to be like it was before right. this. And like I hate to put it this way because like people will just always say, "Oh, you're so young, blah blah." But it's like the end of my twenties. Yeah. And I want to live it. You yeah. know, I don't want to like be stuck at the end of my twenties and not live. Yeah. You know, and do and and be out fucking getting crunk and grinding on some peepees. You know. So not really. I would never do that. But also, like it just sounded good. Don't call it a peepee. I don't know. I just That's like, her, what would you like? A cock? Poor <laughs> <laughs> cock. <laughs> You're the worst. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm the best. <laughs> you are the best, but like also the worst. I can't, like that voice you just used was terrifying. Man, don't say it again. <laughs> I'm just saying, water. don't call it a pee-pee. That's like, that's like, that's like children. That's Ew. What I think. That's I know. That's what I think of when you say. Like, that's Didn't love that. Thing. That's what little kids call it. Well, then what? That penis. Um. <laughs> dangling. My dangling. Anyone remember that song? Was that an actual song or did I make that up? Yeah, it's a real song. Okay, cool. Uh, it's by Chuck Berry. It is a real song. Sick. Yeah. Can we just you're going to the club grinding on some dick? Can we just? Is that? I think that's okay. Okay. Right, Thank cool. you. I mean, oh I still God. would never do it. But like here we are. Well, but don't never say never. That's true. <laughs> you know, just just, yeah, just kidding. did say that. Just kidding. I would never either. That sounds like my nightmare now at this point. Like yeah. coming up on my thirties. Like I'm like, ew. I don't even want to be out drinking past like eight o'clock. Can we just like hang out? And that's yeah. the problem too, is like now, especially with online dating and shit, we're going to people's houses and it's like, hey, you wanna come over and like Netflix and chill? And I'm like, Yep, so that's... We can't do anything. And that's the thing, too. Romance of, is dead. Because of pandemic shit, that's all people are used to. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. God, it's horrible. But then on the flip side, I'm like, no, I don't want to go out and ha- start dinner at 8 o'clock. No. Right. Jesus. I guess. I need to be wrapping it up. I guess. Heading home by then. <laughs> Fuck, we're getting old. 20-year-old <laughs> me would be so disappointed Oh, in my God. 20-year-old me would be... Oh, well... In more ways than one, she would be disappointed. The fact that I did drugs, because 20-year-old me was like, are you kidding? Don't put that near me. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, so she's disappointed and then excited, but then also disappointed. Yeah, exactly. 20-year-old you has a lot going on. Oh, for a sure. A lot of feels. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't know. Wonder I'm now just going to have an existential crisis the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, me too. That's fine. Yeah. So... 
mental health check how you doing after all that i'm not good i'm just associating yeah i am too i really am i'm like staring at you but like are you a real person i don't even know this whole time i've been like is anything real you're sitting in a (laughs) you're sitting in a fucking closet right yeah we're back at my house again so i'm in my closet feels right it feels cozy like honestly like i might just shut the door and stay in here oh okay i'll just hang out with your mom then no we gotta watch dexter oh yeah yeah well i hope everyone else's mental health is doing okay after all of that ruin your entire day please don't call penises peepees sorry it's my one request i didn't know i hate it so much i I didn't know i hated it until you said it that way it word vomited out of my mouth when you said it i was like my ribs got itchy oh my god yeah someone sent me a video of them <laughs> eating the other day and i was like why would you do that just kill me <laughs> just kill me instead of my, my like ribs three, are so itchy like three people messaged me about um how i said i hated asmr like uh-huh. three people were like oh my god i hate it too i, hate I don't it. know anybody likes it and i'm like i, I know yeah my mom my mom likes it she would send me the videos and i just no. never open them no so. absolutely not but also, like, tell people when you don't like ASMR because then they'll just keep sending you videos yeah. of ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking it's enjoyable for Yeah. You. They love this. Okay. Yeah. No, Good call. Good call. Yeah. All right, everybody. All right. Hopefully, you took care of yourself through the panorama. Panoini. <laughs> that no was a No one can see me, but I gave, <coughs> I gave Ashley a very disappointed look. <coughs> Oh my god, I'm dying. Even your lungs are mad at you about that. Oh my god. <laughs> so grumpy. My lungs are mad because I fucking got COVID. Yeah. Not now. But oh, I, I guess it. that's another thing too. Like, so we both had COVID. Yeah. We didn't even touch on this. But like I was I had to be home for like five days. Mm-hmm. And I was about to lose my fucking mind. Yeah. Like that was really was like 14. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't leave. Yeah. I actually had it and I didn't have any symptoms. I just couldn't smell or taste and I couldn't smell and taste for two weeks and that was miserable. But yeah, just being home laying around, I always joke that I'm like, oh God, I would love just like a week to do nothing. I know. And then I had five days where I could do nothing and I was like, this is the worst. And I that's just want to go do it's stuff. Not, it's, it shouldn't be, hey, I want five days to do nothing. I want five days to be productive, to do things that I would like to be productive in rather than just like work, you know? And also nap a little, like one day. I don't nap well. I don't either, but sometimes I like it. I, I think I like it, but then I don't. Yeah. Patty was Patty had COVID a f- few weeks ago, last month, uh-huh. and oh my god, she she is somebody that is constantly doing something. She's up yeah. at like four a.m. every day, constantly doing stuff, always working, always with friends, always brunching, always going for happy hours. She's always doing something, mm-hmm. and she did not do well. Yeah, for her. Um, I think she did like six or seven days just because she was waiting for a negative test, but she was unwell. Yeah. She, I would always, I'd check in on her and she was like, this is the worst I've ever been mentally. Oh. Like it was bad. She was just like, I cannot, I, she's not a TV person. Yeah. She's not like, she can't do it. So I think I was like, Patty, I think you watched more TV and movies in like six days than you have in, in your, your entire, entire life. life combined yeah. before that. Like she was not well. This strain is out to get you. Yeah. And then, like, Cassie down here, she had it, and hers was really, really, like, she had pretty bad symptoms. Like, mm-hmm. and that's just another thing is you don't, we've talked about, like, the grand scheme of of mental health through the whole process. But yeah. then, like, actually getting it and then, like, long COVID where people are, their brains are foggier. People still can't yeah. eat, taste or smell. I mean, I've been sick for, a whole, like, a whole month. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing well because of it. Yeah. Had COVID for two weeks. Uh, the week. A couple days in between, I still felt like I was going to throw up everywhere constantly. Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, I can't breathe at all. So, it's like, <laughs> I just want to be better. Yeah. And, of course, like, when you're in this, it's like, how have I how have I taken for granted the fact that I can breathe? Yeah. You know? Even when I couldn't, uh, totally different, but smell or taste. Yeah. After a while, like, after a couple days, I was like, this is... I have no, there's no joy. Yeah. Like someone was like, oh, like, can I order you like a pizza? Like, what do you want on it? And I was like, nothing matters. I don't want to eat. Like, just give me something spicy. That's all I can taste. Like, seriously. On my yeah. <laughs> I ended up getting like a juice cleanse because I was like, I might as well, what the fuck is the point yeah. of eating anything? Like, right. and you don't realize how it's just so silly, but you don't realize how much like 
joy you get out of smell and taste and like enjoying a meal like it was crazy agreed like you taking advantage and it's still my smell and taste is still not 100 percent. things have to be pretty close to me before i'll smell it and i can't smell i can't smell smoke which is like dangerous (laughs) so i don't love that (laughs) i don't love that for you no like i will have no idea if my smoke detectors fail i'll have no idea i think oswald's got you I think you're right. He would probably yeah. panic, cry, yeah, and wake me up. But still, it's weird to think about. I agree. So everyone be safe out there, and and you know, do what you do what you're gonna do for you. Do 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 do. <laughs> you fucking. We gotta go. <laughs> Ashley is unwell over there. She really I am, is disassociating. I am unwell. We went down the the matrix rabbit hole. And well, she we is, were like about she to quit, not, and then we went back. I know. And I was I'm like, so oh. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> everybody it's my fault okay ashley it's gonna you. be okay love you too okay okay i'm gonna go get a foot rub from your mom you're gonna go oh, oh yeah she's gonna give you a foot rub because she i tried to explain to her your feet are not that bad they are bad no so my mom is gonna give her a foot rub because she feels bad for ashley <laughs> everyone feel bad for me and give me foot rubs when you see me <laughs> thanks all right oh man okay guys so we will see you all in therapy, in therapy. yeah <laughs> We will. Goodbye. Goodbye.